BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say uh, go Bills. What is going on, Buffalo Fanatics? Hey! Happy early holidays to everybody in the house. What is popping? Man, I'm so glad to be here with you guys for another special Thursday night edition of rated rev baby shout out to everybody who's joining me right now in the chat do me this favor smash that like hit the subscribe button if you have not already done so and then go to support bf.com baby follow us on all of our social media platforms oh i'm excited i'm excited grace and peace to everybody Patrick said, yo, looking good, Santa, man. Hey, I appreciate it, man. You know, I had a, I got to get festive, man. I got to get festive. And uh, I made sure, you know, I, I told the wife, I said, hey, run to the store since you're out and pick, pick up a little something, something for me so I can bring it on live to the show. I've got to, I got to set the vibes, you know what I'm saying? So uh, she did what she had to do. And I appreciate her a thousand percent. But uh, hey, Y'all let me know if, if you can see this here live on the show because I got I've got a little special treat in addition to the shirt and, and the hat. Y'all check this out real quick here. Let me go ahead and see if it works. Boom, baby. Can y'all catch it? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. This shirt, the sweater lights up. You know, y'all, hey, hey, I had to go big, man. I had to go big. Shout out to wifey for hooking me up with the nice shirt. Lighting up and whatnot. Y'all let me know if you can see it. But uh, nevertheless, I'm thrilled to be here. I'm thrilled to be here. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas to everybody who's joining me live again. Grace and peace. Um, I appreciate it big time. Bean says, yo, that's dope. Linda West says, yo, Rev's lit. Hey, I had to do it. 
I had to do it. But again, uh, shout out to everybody, man. Shout out to everybody. And do me this favor also while you're here. It's a roll call. So throughout the show, just drop where you're watching the show from live in the chat. And uh, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. I've got a jam-packed show for you guys tonight on this special edition of Rated Rev. Uh, tonight, we're going to talk about the Chargers, Bills, and the Chargers preview. Uh, the Buffalo Bills are surging, and they're in playoff mode right now. And later on in the show, about halfway through the show, halftime, um, I've got a special guest who happens to be my brother. Um, he's going to be joining the show. He is a diehard Chargers fan. And so I'm going to bring him on the show here a little bit later on to get his ideas, pick his brain about how he feels about the matchup and everything that's going on and that's transpired with the, with the Chargers, you know, so far and, and how he's feeling about this game. So uh, make sure you stay tuned for that. Don't go anywhere. But I would not be remiss if I did not jump right on in and talk about that heck of a game last week. I was trying to upload, you know, a little highlight clip, but it was too big. And um, the more I tried to delete it and, and clip it, it just wasn't, it just, it was still too big. And I, I was running out of time. And so I was trying to pump y'all up about that. But, but nevertheless, I'm going to do my, my best to pump y'all up. So let's talk about that game last week. First and foremost, man, if you guys loved the way the Buffalo Bills showed up and showed out last week against the Dallas Cowboys at Highmark Stadium, drop a fire emoji in this chat right now. Because I don't know about you guys, but I was feeling every single minute of that game. I told you guys, uh, oh, I don't know if I mentioned to, to, to you guys last week. I think I did. Uh, my wife is a Cowboys fan. So you can, you, so you can imagine, uh, you know, just what it was like during the game. You know, we had a uh, matter of fact, I'm going to do this. She probably, she, you know, she, no, I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do her like that. I'm not going to do it. I was going to, I was going to, I was going to show y'all a before and after picture, but I'm not going to do my wife like that. But uh, we took a picture. It was it was me, my wife, and then uh, my younger my youngest daughter, the one who came on live uh, last week and kind of gave her prediction of the game. Erica, she came in, and so the three of us we took a selfie, um, and then you know we're all mean mugging each other, whatever you know. Uh, at the beginning of the game, you can imagine the way my wife's face looked towards the tail end of that game. Uh, matter of fact, when I went to go go back over there and get a get an, an after picture of her, she she stuck her hand out like that, like she didn't <laughs> she didn't want she didn't want to see me. She didn't want she didn't want no parts of it. So uh, anyway, yeah, man, hey, we had a great time. Uh, my wife didn't have a great time, but I had a great time. My daughter had a great time. All of Bills Mafia, I know you all had a great time at that game. That game was fantastic. Um, I I told you guys last week. I told y'all. I said, I feel confident. I felt very confident about that game going into that game. Um, I, I felt like the Bills were going to cruise to victory. Now, cruise did not necessarily mean a shellacking, but I felt like it, would, it, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't come, it wouldn't be difficult for the Bills. Um, I felt like as long as, as, long as, the, as long as the Bills showed up, both on offense and on defense, um, and special teams as well, because I had a guy that, you know, I was, I was eyeing that uh, Turpin guy. Um, I was like, man, look, look, we, we cannot let that guy loose. But anyway, 
I felt like as long as as long as the Bills did their thing and continued to build upon what they've been doing since Joe Brady really took the helm, I felt like the Bills would win the game because regardless of the record of the Dallas Cowboys and the record of the Buffalo Bills, I felt like the Bills were the better team. And our record did not indicate just how good we are. And so I felt like, hey, man, I mean, yeah, the Cowboys, you know, I thought the Cowboys were going to score. I, I absolutely did. I think I went on and, and predicted a 28-20 to 20 victory by the Bills because I just thought, like, hey, the Cowboys, they, 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 they have weapons on offense, Dak Prescott, uh, 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 CeeDee Lamb, Jake Ferguson, the tight end, uh, Tony Pollard. I felt like they were going to be able to score on the Bills. But it was going to be a, a fairly easy game. Man, oh, man, was I wrong. <laughs> I, the Bills came out and whooped the brakes off of these Cowboys. And where what happened to all of those Cowboys trolls that were all up in the chat last week? The, the Cowboys... The Cowboys trolls are all up in the chat last week, man, and and they were talking a whole heap of trash. They're calling me clown for for acting like the Bills are gonna just cruise to victory and all that. Where what happened to them? Where'd they go? All that yapping, all that talk. Where'd they go? They're not here tonight. Obviously, they weren't. They were on a hush mode. America's team put on hush mode muted after that game they got embarrassed they got humiliated they got destroyed they got shellacked they got run out of the gym oh whatever you want to call it that, that, that's what happened that's what happened and i loved every minute of it the buffalo bills beat the snot out of them to the tune of 31 to 10 and they didn't win the way I didn't think they would win. And maybe you all agree with me. Maybe you disagree with me. But the way in which the Buffalo Bills won last week was a revelation and a complete um, surprise to me. They didn't win. If, if you were to tell me at the beginning of the game, you know, somebody had a, had a crystal ball and they said, hey, and all they had was, a, was an Indian score, and they said the Buffalo Bills are going to beat the breaks out for Cowboys and win 31-10. You would probably assume that Josh Allen had, he threw for about 300, 325 yards or so, had about three touchdowns. Um, James Cook probably had a touchdown rushing, whatever. But Josh led the team to victory. That's probably what you would have thought, because I know that's what I would have thought. But that was not the case. The Bills won not on the shoulder in the strong arm of Josh Allen, but they won on the legs of James Cook. James Cook, the chef, carried, literally carried this team to victory last week. To the tune of 25 carries for 179 yards rushing and one rushing touchdown. And that's not even his, his passing yards. But let's just, let's just pause for a second. To those who may have th said, 
that James Cook is not a premier alpha running back. It looks to me that he proved you wrong. Proved everybody wrong. That James Cook is not the, he is not a workhorse back. He cannot carry the load like that. Give him, give him the ball about 15 times or so, but anything over that, you know, he just doesn't have, he's just not built for it. Well, my gosh, look at this. 25 carries and ran for almost 200 yards. That's, that let me know that the brother could carry the rock. He, ladies and gentlemen, I think it is official. The Buffalo Bills have found their workhorse back in James Cook. Can we all agree? I think, I think, I think we all can agree that James Cook is the new workhorse back. Not this running back by committee type of nonsense that we've been accustomed to the past, you know, few years. No, I'm talking about the bona fide RB1, baby, only coming off the field situationally or just to take a blow, a blow, a breather. James Cook, man, 25 carries. And we're going to talk about James Cook here. I don't want to get, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself here when it comes to James Cook. But I had to highlight him quickly because I was not anticipating the Buffalo Bills winning that game on his legs. I was not. You look at Josh Allen's stats, very, I mean, not even pedestrian, it's mediocre. Mediocre. I mean, seven for 15 passing, 94 yards. I mean, if you saw that, just a stat sheet, you would have thought the Bills got embarrassed. No. But Josh Allen himself, he said, he said, yo, I felt like the kid in the group project who didn't do a thing but got an A. That's how you felt. And that's how it, I mean, that's kind of how it seemed, right? But sometimes that's what it takes to win a game. And that's not to say that the Bills could not have won with Josh throwing the ball. It just goes to show you that you have to do whatever's working. And you have to be willing to do it consistently until the defense can stop you. And that's why I so appreciate Joe Brady. Can we just take a moment right here to give Joe Brady a round of applause? I mean, throw some clap emojis right here in the chat for Joe Brady because when's the last time we've seen a Buffalo Bills offensive coordinator do what works and continue to do it over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Like, I mean, granted, Brian Dayball would do it. I mean, he would do it regardless if it worked or didn't work. You know what I'm saying? But he, he was like allergic to the run game. But here we got Joe Brady going into this game. I, I'm assuming he felt like the Bills could run on this team. I mean, one of the top in the NFL. But nevertheless, he went on ahead and had a game plan and ran the rock over and over and over and over and over again. And it didn't stop. It didn't stop. And then at halftime, I don't know about you guys, but I was like, yo, the Bills are up 21-3. I was like, man, yo, this run game is on fire right now. I hope, I hope that Joe Brady coming out of halftime does not abandon the run. Because we saw him do it against the Chiefs. 
they kind of they went away from the run in the second half, and that allowed the Chiefs to get back into the game. And I was like, man, that, that was my only concern. Do not abandon the run. Run this rock down their throats until they can prove that they can stop it. And to my surprise, and I'm sure to your surprise, Joe Brady did just that. He came in at halftime and said, we're not changing the doggone thing. We're going to run this rock until they can stop it. And the Cowboys won no parts of the Buffalo Bills in that run game. They ran all over the Bills. I mean, all over the Cowboys. I mean, it felt like that. You guys remember that uh, that Bills-Patriots game? Remember that a few years ago where, where the Patriots just ran all over the Bills? It kind of felt like that, right? It really did. Except they put up 31 points on these boys. 31 points. Absolutely nuts. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. But that's what leads me to doing this right here. Because I have got to, and I've got to, go ahead and uh, not just give shout-outs, but uh, it's time for some Revs Roses, baby. I've got to give out some roses to some well-deserved players who helped these Bills cruise to victory last week. And if you have a candidate who you believe is uh, uh, deserving of a Revs Rose, you go ahead and drop that in the chat. Drop that in the drop their name in the chat, followed by a rose. Drop it in the chat right now. But number one, off the rip, off the rip. And I already mentioned him. But it's James Cook. It's James Cook, man. Right? I mean, this brother, like I mentioned, he just took over the game. He took over the game. 25 carries, 179 yards on the ground, one rushing touchdown, averaged 7.2 yards per carry. And then on the receiving end, two receptions for 42 yards, right? 21-yard average, you know, he had that long one, and a receiving touchdown. James Cook just took over the show and took over the game. And not only did he do that, we saw just the performance that he put up against the Dallas Cowboys, who, by the way, are no slouches on defense. That's one of the top defenses in the National Football League that they just ran all over. But James Cook was awarded the AFC Player of the Week because of his performance. So shout out to James Cook. James Cook, if you're watching, my brother, will you accept this rose? Number two. Number two, Revs Rose goes out, and we're staying on offense, baby. It goes out to my brother, Deon Dawkins, the snowman. The snowman. You already should know, baby. You know what I'm saying? Deion Dawkins, Kim Betts is already on it. Kim Betts, the snowman. Y'all with me? Deion Dawkins. I mean, really, the entire offensive line. I mean, I mean, G seven one six says, "Yo, the entire offensive line." I agree, but uh, you know, I've, I've got to go with with Deion Dawkins, the snowman, because you guys saw that clip, right? You you guys saw that that moment where Deion Dawkins was blocking his defender twenty yards down the field and put him in the dirt. Like that's what you want to see from your Pro Bowl caliber 
left tackle. Has, he's a leader of the offensive line, and you want to see that guy because when he does that, that fires up the entire offensive line, and people are ready to run that rock. They're, they're ready to do it. When you've got a guy like that running, blocking his guy 20 yards down the field. Oh, Deion Dawkins, man. He's having a monster year. No doubt he's having no no doubt he's gonna he's gonna be in the Pro Bowl. I I I would I would venture to say that he's having an all-pro season. Deion Dawkins, fantastic performance last week against the Cowboys. Deion Dawkins, my brother, will you accept this rose? Now, flipping over to the defensive side of the ball. I have to give a shout out to this brother right here because I had uh I talked about him last week from one of my matchups. I said, man, look, this brother is going to be matched up against C.D. Lamb. And C.D. Lamb is on a tear right now. They've been running him outside and in the slot. And when he gets matched up on the slot, whew, this brother right here is going to have to have one heck of a game because C.D. Lamb is that dude. He's him. But to my surprise, because I was like, yo, he's kind of sus in, in coverage at times. But, yo, he was up for the challenge. And my man, Taron Johnson, had himself a game. I mean, he did his thing on C.D. Lamb. I mean, there's clips. There's clips. And Enrico put it out. I want to see if I could. I want to see if I could find it. But I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I have time to go through it and do it and look well, look for it. But uh, do me this favor. Go back to um, the Rico report last night or no Tuesday, Tuesday night. Rico had on his guest uh, Carl Jones, and Carl Jones was talking about Taron Johnson, and he had a clip um, that he posted on his own Twitter page showing what. Taron Johnson did on CeeDee Lamb. And I tell you, he freaking put him on lock. He put him on lock, man. I'll admit, I, I did not think, I did not think um, Taron Johnson was going to be able to do that. But he absolutely did. Matter of fact, here it is. Let, let, me, let me share my screen with you guys. Um, there's no audio. There's no audio to it, but I just want to show you just a little bit of uh, what he posted here. So give me a second here as I as I share my screen from uh, Carl Jones on Twitter at Jones Eleven, Twitter X, whatever you want to call it. Anyway, you guys, let me know if you can see it here in the chat. There it is, right here. Let me let me let me let me back it up. So there we go. He's got Taron Johnson up here. Item slot, CD Lamb. He locks him up right here. Here he's on the bottom of the screen. Got CD Lamb again. Boom. He's 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 breaking tackles, going up here and, and tackling like, like look like Jake Ferguson. Here he is again right here on CD Lamb. Look at this. Locked. Almost came down with a pick. And I'll be honest with you. I mean, if not for the fact that, you know, I, I love the Bills, I I mean. I was kind of like, yo, CD's my dude. Like, I, I, I love me some CD Lamb. I, I really do. Um, I'm, I'm an OU fan. And so, like, CD's my guy. 
So when it comes to when it comes to receivers, it's like you know you got you, for me it's, it's Steph Diggs, but Ceedee Lamb man is a close second for me because yo I loved him coming out of college, absolutely loved him. But Taron Johnson put that brother on lock, clamped him up. Ceedee Lamb finished the game. I bet you would have never never guessed. Ceedee Lamb seven receptions, fifty three yards. That's it. That's it. Nothing, nothing really to, I mean, what is that? That's, that's average for him. But Taron Johnson did his thing against one of the premier wide receivers in the National Football League. So Taron Johnson, shout out to you, my brother. Will you accept this rose? And then last but not least, I have to give one to this particular gentleman right here. And maybe it's controversial. I don't know. I don't think so. Al Stone said number seven, balled out. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. This last rose goes to a guy who has been under fire for the past few weeks now. I mean, every decision he has made has been through a microscope and dissected it with a fine-tooth comb. I mean, every single thing this, this brother does. And in spite of all of the adversity and the talk and the, and the smear campaigns, this man right here has continued to lead this team and been very steadfast in his approach. And I have to give a shout-out and a rose, a Reds rose, to the one who is leading this franchise. That is none other than head coach Sean McDermott. Head coach Sean McDermott, ladies and gentlemen. I know it. I know it. Look, I was on record. And, and really, like, y'all, y'all going to learn, you, you know, you learn this about me. Like, I'm really not a prideful guy. Like, I, I really don't care. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I, I, you know, I, I don't have any, any issues being wrong or being called out, whatever the case may be. I was on record as to say that, you know, man, I did not have any faith in Sean McDermott going forward to lead this team over the hump to the Super Bowl. I, I felt I was questioning some of his, his in-game decisions. And then most importantly, I did not like um, at the time, well, I did not believe that Sean McDermott had what it took to make the switch at offensive coordinator, to get rid of Ken Dorsey and promote Joe Brady. All of this was at the conclusion of the Broncos game. I was like, yo, man, look, I, I don't have faith in this guy. And I don't think that he's going to, I don't think he's willing to remove him. I mean, to, 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 to get rid of Dorsey. I, I don't, I just didn't believe it. I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it. I did not believe it. We saw how long it took him to, to move on from Leslie Frazier. Right. I mean, I was adamant. At the conclusion of last year, at, the, at when the when the Bengals game was over in the playoffs, and Bills got got humiliated, I did not like Dorsey. I was like, "Yeah, he needs to go." But a lot of people were like, "No, give him another year." That was his first year. McDermott was like, "Yo, that's his first year. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna be with him, all that kind of stuff." I was like, "Man, he's just not gonna get rid of him. He's not gonna do it." And lo and behold, I mean, it took him long enough, but he finally did it, and that shocked me because I didn't think he was gonna do it. Maybe it's because his seat was hot. Maybe he felt that the heat turning up on his own seat. And he's like, I got to make a move because if we miss the playoffs, 
my job is on the line. So whatever, whatever is the motivating factor for Sean McDermott, I'm glad he did it. I'm glad he did it. But nevertheless, he has been so incredibly steady amidst everything that's been going on. Everything that's been going on. And he led his team to probably one of the one of the best wins for this team of the season. The Cowboys were red hot. I think they're on a five-game win streak. You know, we heard talks of Dak Prescott MVP. You know, Cowboys could be, you know, the Super Bowls, and all, you know, all that kind of stuff. I mean, th this was a team that was on fire, leading the league, I think, in, in points uh, scored. I think they had like uh, – I mean, they were just killing the game. Killing the game. Sean McDermott went out as a defensive coordinator calling, his, calling the defense and shut these boys out. If not for a garbage time touchdown, these boys would only have three points. Bills would have beat them 31 to three. 31 to three. Dak Prescott finished the game 21 34 for 134 yards in the air, one interception. Tony Pollard on the ground 11 for 92. I mean, 11 for 52. No touchdowns. Receiving, we talked about it. CeeDee Lamb, 7 for 53. No touchdowns. Jake Ferguson, 6 for 44. No touchdowns. Brandon Cooks, 2 for 10. No touchdowns. Michael Gallup, 1 for 9. No touchdowns. They were shut out the entire game. The entire game. They scored that field goal in the second quarter, and they did not score again until late in the, second, late in the fourth quarter. Shout out to Sean McDermott, man. Sean McDermott. Coached himself a fantastic game. And Sean McDermott, will you accept this roast? And while we're still here, while we're still here talking about Sean McDermott, this is a perfect time for me to segue because I have to ask the question, has your opinion of Sean McDermott changed? Has it changed at all? Because for me, I'll be honest, um, right now it's changing. It's changing, okay? I still want to see this team get over the hump in the playoffs. They have a long road ahead, right? They have to get there first this year, and they, and they really have to work hard, okay? But if they get in there, which I believe they will, they need to prove that they can get over this hump, okay? And so my opinion is changing. It hasn't completely changed yet, but it is changing. Sean McDermott has done some things that I actually, I, I mean, absolutely like. Um, he hasn't been coaching conservatively like he normally has, especially towards the end of the games. Um, I mean, he did, he did against Philly at the end. It cost him the game. But since then, he's been very aggressive. So it seems like he's learning his lesson, and he's like, yo, I've got to continue to be aggressive and keep my foot on the gas. Late in these games. But listen, let me give you some stats. Since Sean McDermott made the change at offensive coordinator at the conclusion of the Denver Broncos game, the Buffalo Bills have played the New, the New York Jets, the Philadelphia Eagles, the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Dallas Cowboys. All four of those teams, okay? And they have come out three and one with wins against the Jets Chiefs and the Cowboys and if not for a fluke end of the regulation game 
in Philly, we could be talking about the Bills being 4-1, and one, I mean 4-0 oh, since the change on offensive coordinator. Against teams that are tops, upper echelon of the National Football League, the Eagles, the Chiefs, the Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? But nevertheless, 3-1 and one against those teams, okay? On offense, since the change, on offense, the offense of the Buffalo Bills have averaged 29 points per game. About two, It's like 29.25. You might as well round it up to 30 points per game, okay, since then. The defense has only allowed 17.5 points per game in that span. So when you look at it, just from that perspective and at that moment, you can see the shift. You can see the change in Sean McDermott. You can see the change in the offense. You can see the change in the entire team. These guys are ready. These guys are locked and loaded. And none of it would, be, would have been possible if not for the leadership of head coach Sean McDermott. So again, I ask you, has your opinion changed of him? And I want to take some time right now to kind of go through the chat so I can see what you guys are saying. Um, Laura says, yo, time will tell. Time will tell. Um, and I agree with you on that. Time definitely will tell. We have to see um, going forward what they do. And for those who who may be on the fence, for you, is it is it still Super Bowl or bust for you? Like if the Bills don't get to the Super Bowl this year, are you are you at the point to where you still want to get rid of Sean McDermott? If the Bills miss the playoffs, are you ready to get rid of Sean McDermott? Even after what we've seen here in the last four games, are you still at that point? Or are you encouraged by what they've done in the, in, you know, the tail end of the season? But you're like me, maybe like, I wish you would have made the decision earlier to move on from Ken Dorsey because there's no telling where this team would be. All right? Let me know what you think. In the chat, uh, Mr. Free and Clear says, yo, he may be able to hide his flaws with this team, though. Well, what do you mean by that? What do you mean he may be able to hide his flaws with this team? Are you saying that because this team is so good, you know, that, that his, his stuff is, is, is covered? I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I mean, we saw what happened a couple years ago in the divisional round against the Chiefs, 13 seconds. The team is phenomenal. That team was so on fire, nobody wanted to play him. Josh Allen toe-to-toe -to -toe against Pat Mahomes. He, he walked out the field a winner. But at the end of the game, poor coaching decisions cost him that game. So, I mean, his flaw wasn't hidden. His flaw was not hidden. And so uh, I'm interested to know just exactly what you mean by that. Um, Al Stone says, yo, keep McDermott because, you know, Dogsy was a problem. And I, and I know he's talking about Dorsey. Dorsey was a problem. I, I, I agree with that, man. Dorsey definitely was a problem on offense. Um, Sal says, yo, uh, McDermott has a lot to prove in crunch time. I would say in crunch time in the playoffs. That, that's for me. That, that's what I would say. In the postseason, in crunch time, let me see what you do. That's kind of where I am with that. But nevertheless, uh, I'm pleased with Sean McDermott. I'm, I'm pleased with what the Bills have been doing over the past few weeks. It It, it gives me encouragement and hope because I don't know if you guys see the same team that I see, but it looks like this team is on fire. 
And we've seen this team get on a run late in the season in December, probably the last couple of years, right? I mean, we saw them do it last year, but even the year prior, you know, when they went to that division around uh, 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 a game against the Chiefs, I mean, there was a point in the season in December where they were second place in the AFC East and the New England Patriots were in first place. And the Bills had to go on a run. And I think they their run started after they lost in overtime to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And they kind of flipped the switch. You saw it in that game that, okay, this team is, is changing. And they were able to go on a run the rest of the year. And then the Patriots lost some games, gave up the division to the Bills at the tail end. Bills came in. We saw what happened. The rest of the, you know, the rest is history. And I'm wondering if, if if we if if there's like a a parallel between that season and that moment against the Buccaneers when the Bills won in overtime I and mean, lost in overtime, but you saw them coming back. If there's a parallel between that game and it kind of to the to the Eagles game, right? You look at that Eagles game; it's kind of similar. Maybe not exactly the, the same, but but similar to a degree. The Bills were climbing back, had the lead. Uh, the Eagles got the, you know, started started climbing back, but they went into overtime and the Bills lost in overtime. But the point that I want to make and that I think is, you know, it's probably similar is that we saw the team, we saw the Bills, um, hang in with at that time was probably one of the best teams, one, one of the best two teams in the National Football League between them and the Niners at that time. Or I think the Eagles were, I mean, only had one loss on the ledger. And so they 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 hung with that team throughout the entirety of that game. And, they've only, and they have no history playing them recently. And they were in their house at Philly in the rain. And I think that sparked something. And not only do I think it sparked something in the team themselves, but I think it sparked something in, in, in Sean McDermott. And it let him know that, hey, I've got to make a change in the way I coach at the end of these games. And from that moment on, and then, of course, after that, you had the Tyler Dunn uh, piece that came out bashing uh, Sean McDermott and talking about his character or whatever. I think all of that culminated in, in the Bills kind of having a, a chip on the shoulder and a fire being lit underneath it. And we started to see them now starting to go on a slow run after that game. Could this be the same? I don't know. We will see. You guys let me know what you think about that. Do you see any similarities? Are there any similarities um, in those uh, in those seasons? Let me go um, take a look at a super chat here. Going back, uh, super chat from James. James, I appreciate it. Sorry for, for being so late here. James comes in with a super chat. He says, yo, my thoughts and prayers go to the Cowboys after that beatdown. Hoping for a speedy recovery so that they can do the exact same thing to Miami. Facts. Absolutely. I need the Cowboys to, to lick their wounds, you know what I'm saying, and be back on the saddle ready to go and uh, beat the brakes off the Dolphins because the Bills need it. We, we need them to – we need the Cowboys. I think every Bills fan right now is going to be a Cowboys fan this weekend against, you know, while we're watching the, the Cowboys go against the Miami Dolphins. Uh, we need them to win for our sake. And the church said, amen. Amen. Uh, <laughs> moving on. 
So with these Buffalo Bills now, and looking at, at kind of where they are, what Sean McDermott has been able to do with the team, um, it made me want to take a look at at some some power rankings in the NFL. Okay, and um, it looks like the Buffalo Bills are moving on up, moving on up. The Bills are moving on up, baby. In these power rankings, uh, USA Today has the Bills ranking at number four, up four spots. This is all since the Cowboys win, okay? Um, NFL.com has got the Bills at eight, up two spots after the game. CBS Sports, um, they have the Bills at seven in their power rankings. And Pro Football Talk has the Buffalo Bills ranked at number four, up two spots in their rankings. What do you guys think about the power rankings from these um, outlets right now? Where do you, where would you place the Buffalo Bills right now? I know it's kind of hard, right? Because you look at the record, you're like, man. But just the team in general, how good they've been playing, how they're making you feel, what you've seen on tape over the past what, four weeks or so. Where would you rank them? Are they top ten? Are they moving up for you? What do you think? LXB says, yo, they're third. Mm. Third. That's high praise. That's high praise. So who, who are the two teams above them? I'm, I'm guessing the Niners. But who else would you put above them? Is it the AFC team? Is it, is it the, the Ravens? What do you think? Anyway, I, I would probably, mm, I haven't given it a whole lot of thought, but I would probably put them in. Top five, maybe, you know, let's, I don't know, that's difficult. Let's, let's just go through some teams that I think right now are better than the Bills. Okay, the Niners, number one. And I don't necessarily, let me, let me try to remove, remove my Homer glasses, okay? The Niners are freaking nuts. They're nasty, okay? I put the Niners up there. Dang, man, who else? Anybody on the NFC? No. I'm not, no anybody else? No, I'm not really afraid of them. Um, AFC, I mean, they're beating the Chiefs. Um, I mean, I guess, I guess, I guess, I guess we could put the Eagles. I mean, the Bills lost to the Eagles, but they hung in there with them. Let's just, for argument's sake, let's just keep the Eagles up there at two or whatever. Um, third place, maybe the Ravens. Uh, fourth. I mean, an argument can mean, I mean, the Bills could be up there. Four. Who else is, is higher than them? I know Dolphins fans will be. Freaking triggered right now if they're hearing me say, yo, the Bills fourth place, um, the Dolphins behind them. I mean, record aside, I mean, we did beat the brakes off the Dolphins. So, uh, you know what I'm saying? And they haven't really beaten a team. They haven't beaten a team that's over 500. So until they do that, I don't care what the record says. You're below the Bills. So I put the Bills four or five. I put them, you know, in that range. That's kind of where I'd have them. Um, LXB says, yo, the Eagles are falling apart. Yeah, I mean, that's true. That's true, but the Bills hadn't beaten them though. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of give them the edge, but I mean, I guess you could say the same. You could say the same about any team that the Bills have not beaten. But I still have, you know, some respect for the Eagles like that. Anyway, I was just curious because I was, you know, um, I hadn't looked at the at the at the um, power rankings for a while because after the Bills started going on this little, you know, awful job here, you know, losing these games and stuff like that, I was really like this. I, I just didn't feel it, you know. Um, 
But now that they're starting to kind of get their mojo back now, I'm like, let me take a look and see where they have them. And I was kind of shocked to see that they have them up there in the top five. Shout out to the Bills, man. Shout out to the Bills. And uh, my guest here in the background says, yo, I like, I like it right there at number five. And so I think I agree with that. All right. But now, before we move on, shout out to everybody, man. We're 45 minutes in the game. I mean, in the show. Smash that like. Hit the subscribe button if you have not already done so. But this is what we're going to do. We're going to go on a quick break. Uh, we're going to hear a word from our sponsor. And when we come back at the top of the break, I am going to be joined by my special guest, who is a Los Angeles Chargers fan, who happens to be my brother. And we're going to talk about some Bills Chargers matchups and kind of where he thinks the Chargers are and, and, and what can we expect to see in this game. So don't go anywhere, baby. It's Rated Rev on the Buffalo Fanatics Network, and I'll be right back. Here's a word from our sponsor, Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is the easiest place to play fantasy sports. It's also the fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. In the Pick'em game, you can pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in that week's game for a chance to win big. And as you already know, I'm going Josh Allen higher in yards every single week. So sign up today with promo code Buffalo Fanatics and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the App Store. And don't forget to register with promo code Buffalo Fanatics to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Shout out to Underdog Fantasy, lead sponsor of the show tonight. And shout out to you guys right now who have been sticking with your brother in this chat um, and being willing to, to move your schedule to accommodate us on Thursday night because the Bills play, obviously, on Saturday night. So that's why we made the switch. Um, but without further ado, all I need is a thumbs up from my man down here. You give me a thumbs up, bro, when you're ready. He's ready. So without further ado, you guys do me this favor, man. Give my guest a warm welcome. Drop some clap emojis in the chat, fire emojis, mic emojis, all that. He is a first-time guest on Rated Rev. He is my brother. I love him. Chargers fan. Here he is, baby. My brother. Tony, a.k.a. What's Chargers. Up? Die hard. What's going on, bro? How you doing, man? What's up, Rev? What's up, Bills <laughs> Mafia? Man, we chilling, man. How, yeah, man. Yo, how's I see? Hold on a second, man. I see you, you got the jersey on. Uh, yes, sir. Let me let me let, let everybody see what you got on, man. Let, I, I got to see it. Who you rocking? Uh, All right, rocking, rocking number thirteen. He's yeah, rocking number thirteen, he, man. He he will not be playing on Saturday night. I don't know if you guys got that news or not. Uh, just to let you guys. Yeah, we do. I mean, let's just just go ahead and jump right into it because I think I, I think we kind of heard about about you know some of the guys who may or may not be playing. But um, right off the top, man, the injury report, man. What, so what 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 is the injury report for the Chargers looking like right now for you guys? I mean, the big guys for you guys, um, Bosa came back to practice a little bit, but they've already ruled him out. Uh, Keenan's not going to play. The rest of the guys on the injury reports more special teamers. Trey Pipkins was on like a 
a little more like a vet rest thing, but he'll probably suit up and go. Um, but other than that, there's really no big names outside of my guy Herbert. You know, everyone else on IR, but those uh, are the big names not gonna play. Man, speaking of Herbert, man, like, bro, like I I know, I know you love you some Herbert, man, and I know that when that when you got news of Herbert going out, mm-hmm. man, that was t- tell me, man, like like what were you what were your initial thoughts when that happened when, when Herbert went down he got injured and you find out that he he was done for the year what were your initial thoughts man it was just so disappointing because i know we look at his stats a lot right and if you look at his stats it's probably his worst year but if you go on the eye test you watch the all 22 this was herbert's best year in my opinion he's ever had i mean the way he was reading the field the way the decisions he was making being more aggressive being more athletic all those things that we asked him as Chargers fans to do more of, he was doing that. And whether it be injuries or just drops, like I've never seen this many drop balls. It's yeah. everyone's talking about the Chiefs, but I mean, I, cry me a river. <laughs> We're looking yeah. at 50, <laughs> like eight, nine drops a game. And it was just so disappointing. Uh, and you can even see it with the team. Uh, as soon mm-hmm. as they came out in the second half, when they got the news that Herbert wasn't playing, it just all fell apart. Right. He was the heart and soul. And it, it's, yeah. Kind of bittersweet because you got people thinking that it was Herbert's fault for us not playing well or not being where they think we should be at. And uh, that injury kind of solidified what he truly meant, not just even to the offense. I mean, even to the defense. Right. Just where he really was. And it's, that was just really, 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 really hard to swallow out there. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, t- Jer- Herbert, man, is. And I'm, I'm, you know what? Like, I'm, I'm not a fan of, of guys getting injured, especially when they, when they, you know, they're gone for the season. And you know, I always, you know, want to see these, these, like these greats play, man. Like Justin Herbert, man, he's, he's a phenomenal quarterback, man. I, and I felt like, and this is me on the outside looking in, and I want to know your opinion about this. But I, I felt like, I felt like Justin Herbert, man, and this talent, dude. I, I felt like he was, he was getting wasted out there, not necessarily in L.A., but, I, but, but more so just the situation, um, you know, out there in LA, um, specifically with Brandon Staley, man, with, with, uh, with Staley, man, over the years, I was like, it, it felt like they were never just maximizing the talent that they had on this roster from Herbert to Keenan Allen to Mike Williams. And who seemed like, it seemed like I was talking to you. It seemed like I was talking to you all the time. Like dude, y'all go through, I don't know how y'all are constantly injured every single year. Like y'all need to fire your, your, your strength and conditioning staff or something, man, because it's like something every single year, dude. But like, man, like it's, it's crazy. But Justin Herbert, dude, is, he's one of those guys, man. I mean, uh, he, he's, he's, I think he's, he's right there on the precipice of being one of the great quarterbacks in the national football league, the great young quarterbacks in the national football league. What, what, where do you see, how do you see him shaking out right now? Um, obviously he's done for the year, but, but like, what, what are your, what, what is your, do you have any hope for the Chargers going forward? I mean, obviously they made a big decision, a big move um, to get rid of their head coach and GM Tom Tom Telesco. After that, I mean, I don't want to. I'm sure he's probably still a little sensitive. I didn't watch a but, snap of it, so it, it's it's okay. We can we can we can talk about it. I didn't put myself. I mean, I, that. I, 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 hey man, like like we've we've been there. We we've been there, man. We've been there. So I ain't gonna I ain't gonna rag on you about that, man. But. But I just want to talk about just the the move that that was made. Do you think it was, do you think it was made on time, or do you think it was like, yo, hey, man, y'all y'all a year late? Hundred percent. When it came it to moving on from, from Staley. 
hundred percent it was a year too late. And then not just because of like what happened in Jacksonville. Uh, there were a lot of games even during that run that I was like, there was a, the first time I really legitimately was like Brandon Staley has to go is, uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys remember it. The game we won against Cleveland, uh, it was like one of the very few times that year that our defense actually played well. Fourth and two, we go for it, throw a slant to Mike Williams. We don't get it. And we just got bailed out by a kicker who missed a field goal. Like we were on our 40, yeah. 45. Mm-hmm. It was ridiculous. And after that Jacksonville game, I was like, there's no way we bring him back. There's just too many, too many things has happened for us to bring him back. I will say this about Brandon Staley. He did kind yeah. of change the way a lot of NFL coaches look at fourth down and really lean into their analytics, which I was a big fan of that for the yeah, most part. Yeah, it's just I a little agree. more situation. Like he gets killed about that. Um while the rest of the league is kind of just went with that and really paid off with that aggressiveness. But mm-hmm. it was just, just weird game time decisions. I mean, even week 18, we have nothing to play for last year. And Mike Williams, our X factor, like he's really yeah. what, yeah. what makes it kind of like your Gabe Davis a little bit. People don't really talk about it, but what he really does with those one-on-one opportunities that he takes advantage of Mike Williams. Does Gabe Davis, thing, Gabe bro. Davis is not him. Gabe Davis is not him. I just want to say he is I, not, I, on my, he's not Mike Williams. <laughs> I, that's that's what we need him to be like mike williams was that guy 50 50 herbert doesn't have anywhere to go with yeah. the ball he's going to mike williams and yeah. you play him in a game that doesn't matter it's not going to affect anything breaks his back and i as soon as mike mm. williams was out i knew we were losing that game against jacksonville yeah um so that and the options we had we had sean payton available to think about him yeah what he yeah with this is this sick it's sick. It really y'all, is. It, it, y'all, y'all even had a chance to really get Brian Dayball did too before he went Dayball, to New York. Yeah. We chose Dayball yeah. over Staley. That it was that same uh, hiring term. I was wanting Dayball because I saw what you guys did in Buffalo, and I was really mm-hmm. hoping we got Dayball. He was, uh, he he went to school with Tom Telesco. It was yeah. crazy. But um, what yeah, the hell is that about? Eh, I don't. I have no clue, man. Um. And Tom Telesco, he had to go too. So this roster, I mean, there's it's top heavy, and someone he had to be responsible. I mean, this is his what fifth head coach. It can't always be the head coach. I mean, so right, he's made some yeah, really good picks, but he's had some. We go this year, going Quinn yeah. Johnson over Zay Flowers. I mean, no. So Zay, so Zay was your guy. Him. Was Zay was Zay your guy? Zay Zay was the guy I wanted. But I knew he'd yeah. never. We would never draft him because he Telesco is big on measurables. If you're not over six two, he's not drafting you in the anywhere near the first two rounds. It's not happening. So, bro, Quentin Johnson. He, he, I mean, he can't catch, bro. Like, what's up with that? I don't get it. I mean, you see it on this <laughs> tape. I watched the TCU tape. I saw it. Yeah. I wasn't a big fan of him. I mean, when he gets that ball in his hands, he can do stuff with it. But I mean, you got your receiver. Your number catch one job is catching the football. The number one catching the football. Yeah. So I mean. It was just time for the, them to clean house. But unfortunately, I feel like until we're in your guys' situation where, I mean, I know Ralph Wilson did a lot for the organization and just, you know, founding mm-hmm. it. And until Dean Spanos goes, I really don't see it changing. Oh, so you I think mean, it's an ownership problem? I think, I mean, it has to be. I mean, we went yeah. through, you go through the Marty Schottenheimer. The reason I am a Chargers fan is that Marty Ball era. Um, mm-hmm. North Turner. Great coach, great track, rather. We've yeah. had really great teams, but it just has to be some. That's the only thing I can speak to. I mean, right. I, that's the only thing I can think of. So we got to get some new ownership in here, new direction, and we'll that's see. That's not happening, if, right? 
It's that's not I mean, unless he unless he. I, I mean, are they talking about it? Is, I mean, what's I'm, what's what's the pulse of, of of Chargers fans? Are they talking about getting rid of? I mean, the we owner hope Dean Stanos. I mean, I was getting excited two years ago. Is his sister? I mean, was suing him uh-huh. to make him sell the team, but that's that's not going to happen. That's wishful thinking for work. me. Jeff yeah. Bezos, if you're watching, please run the bag. Please buy my team. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, so even when they're floating names. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store check out daily promotions same game parlays live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Harbaugh. Yeah. Harbaugh. I mean, I like Ben Johnson. Bien-Ami. Yeah, let's talk about it. Hey, let's talk about coaches. Yeah, yeah, that's what I want to know. Like, so who, who, are your, who, who are your top Let's get, give me your top three head coaching candidates for the for the Chargers that you think is going to be the one to come in there and really turn it around. I really think for my first choice would be Ben Johnson. He's asking for fifteen mil a year, which is kind of it's not my money, but Dean, go ahead yeah. and spend that back. Um, right. Number two, it's close between Harbaugh and Bienemy, but I would probably lean towards Harbaugh just because I've seen him mm-hmm. do it. Just because I've seen him yeah. do it in the way he wants to build a football, tough, physical. Run the football. We'll throw. We'll take deep shots, but in the trenches, that's where he's big. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. he's basically scouted every college football player for the past four years, so he knows mm-hmm. where all the gyms are at. I wouldn't mind. Do you that. feel like? Do you feel like Harbaugh is? Do you feel like he's shifty? I'm saying like, like he can't really trust him. I mean, if they're gonna give him what he wants, if you hire Harbaugh, you know you have to give him control of everything basically so oh so if he gets in a situation like that yeah control the roster he's gonna want to be basically bill belichick type it's gonna be something like that he'll have a gm but he got the last call um so if you're willing to do that that would be the guy um and then Mm -hmm. obviously being me at three i think he's a great offensive mind if you really like don't look at washington's record that that offense is going and there's really not I mean, Sam Howell, we're talking about here. Right, uh, right. This, I know they got Scary Terry, but Curtis Samuel can't stay healthy. There's not a lot of weapons on Washington. 
And then I know you guys don't want to hear it. My fourth choice, low key, if we could take a shot, I like Joe Brady. I've liked Joe Brady since he was at LSU. Look, man, you better, you better like stay away it. from Joe Brady. I, Y'all better stay I'm, away from him, man. I'm just saying, if we're going to roll the dice on a guy, I like your guy, Joe Brady. I've been oh, watching man. him from afar. I Bro. saw what he did to our OU team in that college football player. But oh, I yeah. Know. I oh yeah, know I know too. I saw it. Look, if 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 y'all if y'all interview Joe, I'm gonna be so pissed. I'm gonna be so pissed He's because so that's gonna that's, that's gonna be very 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 tempting for Joe because it's like you know because I mean you look at it like like what is it gonna take to move Joe out of Buffalo? I mean he's he's sitting here coaching like one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right with Josh Allen, one of the best. Oh yeah. What is it gonna take? You have to you have to move him. To a place that has that guy, that quarterback, and man, like him in LA, first of all, with Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen. Now, granted, Keenan is getting kind of older, but dude, like that would be kind of that would scare me. If 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 at the end of the season we get wind of, you know, the Chargers are requesting to interview Joe Brady for the head coaching job, I am gonna throw up. Yeah, everything <laughs> I'm reading right now, I think they're trying to make a big splash. I think. I think Dean's going to throw the bag at Harbaugh. I really hope that they don't really get caught up in all that and really give Ben Johnson and Bienemy and Brady uh, a real deal um, interview and give them a chance because, I mean, I, I can't see the Chiefs winning the AFC West. Every, I'm just I'm sick of it. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm tired yeah. of it. So we have to I'm do tired something too, to really change, really change the organization and really move it forward. So... Those are kind of things I'm looking for. I mean, we're getting ready to get into New Orleans Saints salary cap situation. There's going to be some pieces yeah. that get moved in the offseason. Um, I don't know if Joey Bosa is going to come back next year. Eckler's going to walk. Um, there's going to be decisions with Mike Williams and, and Keenan Allen. They're both making $20 million a year. Um, there's going to be some tough choices coming out here. So I think you the guys GMs, can't stay healthy, man. Yeah, and 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 I I've never understood that. I mean, the year we we were actually relatively healthy. I mean, we do good things. Like last year, we stayed relatively healthy. Um, it was just it was just decimated this year, and it just really mm-hmm. showed us ugly head and really the lack of depth that we had really yeah. showed. Um, and it's, it's getting really bad without Herbert out there. So, um, I haven't done enough diving into the GMs just yet. Um, to see mm-hmm. really who we should look at. I'm. Can I, can I throw a name out there for you? Oh, you throw ahead. a name out there for you. Tell me, tell me what you notepad. think. Let me see the you ready? Go ahead. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if you're gonna like it, but you, but you let me, you let me. Matter of fact, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna type it here and put it, and put it, uh, in the banner, and you tell me <laughs> what you, what you think about it. I mean, Bill. Bill Belichick. Bill. Would, would you guys be opposed to Bill Belichick? Because we know. He's he's out of here at the end of the year. He's he's not going to be in in New England. Um, we've already been hearing about that. So, Bill Belichick, they've already hey, they've already got the. I've seen I've seen people you know transposing him you know in L.A. already as soon as as soon as word come out. Like, do you, I mean could you guys handle Bill Belichick in L.A. and would you here's be willing to? I mean, yeah, here, here's the thing with Bill. Bill gonna cost a pick. He's gonna. It's probably gonna cost what. Denver had to give up for Sean Payton, which for mm-hmm. a, a changing culture, I, I'm fine with that. The thing that I don't think gets talked about enough with Bill Belichick and really what turned it around, not so, so much Brady, but I think his nepotism has really been mm. brought to light of what's really mm. going on. We got too Talk many 
sons and nephews and yeah have, making major decisions with the organization i would love it for the defense i mean bill's always right. got top five defense it doesn't matter who's out there a bunch of udfas out there mm -hmm. he's gonna he's gonna do something with you schematically on defense i just don't know about the offensive side of the ball yeah i know we have i know we have herbert are you gonna bring mcdaniels in here am i gonna have to watch that ticky tack offense and and you, bring, you think you bring Bill O'Brien with him, or you think Bill O'Brien will stay and, and probably be the head coach of New England? I I think it, I think they're gonna go with Mayo, bro. I think they're gonna do. Oh, it. yeah. So I think they're gonna bring Mayo. I I don't know about Billio. Yeah. I mean, I, I've seen them have successful offenses in the past, and Deshaun Watson and those Houston teams—they always put up points. Mm -hmm. I haven't. I, how much of it is the probably team that he has right yeah. now? Y'all probably want that flashy guy though, man. I I I agree with you, man. I think I think, that's what I think a guy do. like yeah, I think a guy like Harbaugh would make sense. He's got I the mean, plug I, in college. I wouldn't hate it. I really wouldn't hate you. I mean, you saw what well Pete Carroll was able to do in in Seattle, having the leg up, just knowing every single person mm -hmm. that's really in here. Um, but because you guys are gonna have to turn over your well. roster, man. Oh you yeah, it's gonna, gonna happen regardless. Roster. It doesn't matter yeah. who that that's that's the thing that where I'm okay with that because no matter who the head coach is, there's gonna be some massive there's gonna be some some guys that we love to death that we're gonna see wearing a different uniform next year. It's gonna yeah. hurt, but there's just no other way around it. We we went all we pushed our chips all in this year and it just didn't go our way, man. So it's, it's yeah. Tough. And I hate that for you guys, man. I mean, you know, I know you. I mean, you, you as a fan, you know my brother, man. I I really do. I hate that for you. Not 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 too much, but you know, just 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 a little bit. Yeah. And uh, of course. but <laughs> but it, I mean, when you guys are not playing us, because I mean, there was there was a there was a time. What was it? A couple of years ago, or was it? Was it? When was that? But this this was before Herbert, though. But uh, this was this was still with with old Philip. Are you talking about no, 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 I'm tripping. I'm tripping. There, there was it. What year was that, man? When you guys did you when you guys went to the playoffs? And I was like, man, I hope the Bills don't have to. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, that was the year we lost to the Raiders. I always hope that that team, we would have snuck in. We, we, we would have did something. Yeah, that was yeah. two years ago. That was the Raiders mm -hmm. week 18 loss. Yeah, I was, whew, thank you for opening that yeah. one up again. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean, it's like it's like thirteen seconds with us, man. I mean, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's okay, man. I mean, there's so many. You're just used to it at this point. I mean, it's just uh huh. I said we we've turned it. We've turned a new leaf. We've turned a new leaf. I'm, All that's in the I'm past. Sure. Um, the bills, the bills are are what's 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 before us are the beat down Chargers right now. Like you guys are are decimated by injury. You guys have a brand new I mean, interim head coach, no GM. I mean, what can what can we expect Saturday night in LA in this game? First of all, let me ask you this question: Do you think the Chargers have anything to play for, or are they just like, man, you know, what season's done, it's a wrap, whatever? We just we just here so we don't get fined. Uh, <laughs> I, I think Giff will have the guys because I, I truly believe they did quit on on Staley. Um, mm. especially in that second half of the, the Broncos game, you could really see it in the Raiders game. So I think they'll, they'll come out energized. I mean, it'll, but I mean, it's Easton stick, right? I was yeah. hoping the world never had to see how truly bad our backup quarterback situation has been. 
for this many years, but it, it's terrible. You guys are going to run the ball whenever you want. Will Khalil be in there? I mean, we still got – so the running game to hold up a little bit, but, I mean, the passing game, I, it, it's – you guys are going to be able to do whatever you guys want to. It's going to be, a, I'll say, respectably, like a 17-point game. Uh, that front four, you guys got – I mean, they're going to be living in the backfield. Outside of Rashawn mm. Slater, I mean, the rest of the offensive linemen haven't been anywhere – near up to snuff i think Corey Lindsay uh being out i mean has really showed his ugly head too mm, um yeah people don't talk about that enough um so you guys are going to be getting after it. it's, it's going to be ugly especially with where you guys rolling right now i mean in my opinion mm. the team that you guys are that? fielding yeah it's going to get ugly the the team that you guys are fielding right now i think is better than the 13 uh, second bills i think you guys the what i've seen mm. It's because of yeah. the way you guys can run the ball Thank and are committed to run the ball. This is oh, the best bro. Bills that you team that I've seen as an outsider. Like, bro, don't hype me up, man. Bill. This is the I'm, I'm not trying to hype you up, man, because there is that team in 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 the DMV, right? That's, <laughs> that them purple boys, they not playing no games. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this is the best Bills team that I've seen my whole life that you guys have fielded. So I this mean, team. I'm, Man. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I, I think I think with the commitment to run the ball um, has really opened this team up and made them made them versatile, made them really just being able to to morph and and do whatever it is that they want to do on a week to week um, basis. Um, and you said in this game that you feel like you feel like it's going to get ugly. Like, it's I mean, so so do you think that 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 gif is is a gif or jif? How do you how do you pronounce his name? It's gif. It's gif. GIF? Okay, so do you, I mean do you think do you think these boys are really going to be amped up for this game? Like, do you think that they're going to be ready to play and 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 make it competitive, or do you see it like, man, these these bills are about to run? I mean, about to blow the brakes off. Like I said, the first quarter, I mean, they're going to be hyped up because I mean, I think like the players like Giff. He's a really like uh, really respected guy, like players coach yeah. type of guy. Um, but at the end of the day, we just don't have the horses to keep up. Um, I think the first quarter will we'll throw some punches, do some trick plays, bring yeah. reverse passes, stuff like that, just to kind of keep it respectable. But it just kind of pull away there at the end. So I'm thinking that 15 and a half, I, I don't 13 and a half. I mean, that that mm-hmm. doesn't sound bad at all. That for the over. Yeah, you think so? Truly, yeah. That I don't see that being an issue this week. I mean, outside, I mean, you get some crazy Chiefs refs going on stuff. Outside of that, oh. I mean. That 13 and a half yeah. sounds pretty soft this week. Oh, soft. Dang, man. Like I, there, there's a there's a part of me that feels like this could, could be, be a, trap a trap game. game for the Bills. It could be a trap game. I don't think I don't think it will be because I know where the Bills are right now. The Bills are, man, the Bills are they're in playoff mode. Like they they've dug themselves in a hole and they know where they are and they know what they have to do to get out and to win and to get in the playoffs. So they're locked in. And then guys have said it. I mean, Josh has said it. Other guys have said it. Like, it's win or go home from here on out. That's how they're, that's how they're approaching every week. They're in the playoffs right now. And so I don't think that they're going to, like, sleep on the charters and, and, and like, not prepare enough and, and, and it, they fall into a trap kind of like they did in, in London against the Jags. Um, I think they'll be prepared. But there's always that little slight possibility because – and this is where I hate kind of playing a team that's, that's almost like fresh off of – 
you know, a firing of a coach or something like that, because normally when the interim comes in that following week, they're, they're jacked up, they're fired up, you know, they, they're, they're on fire. They're playing for pride and, and they're playing for their coach or whatever. And they come out and they almost overperform you know, they over, you know? And so I'm like, there's a slight opportunity or the slight possibility for that happening. And um, if that happens and the, and the bills lose, well, this season is done. So I, I don't, so do, I mean, do you see that happening at all? Do you foresee that this team can really just, you know, say, hey, you know, foresee. I don't care this, but you don't foresee I don't that foresee. at all. I don't foresee. Uh, do, okay, having winning this game, I just it's it's Easton Stick, brother. It's Easton. Easton Stick. You guys, yeah. you guys go out, uh, get your Christmas shopping done on Saturday. It's it's okay. This might be the week <laughs> if you the wife on you about watching football. This might be the game you miss. Okay, I'm just gonna put that out there. I don't see it. Happening. Is it like that? I mean, if 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 we Is win it, this game, the script might be real. Okay, I'll put it to you like that. I'll put it to you like that. If we win this game, the script might be real. Heck yeah, it is real. Heck yeah, it is. Dude, so is there anybody? All right, let's just, let's just talk about matchups here real quick. Is there anybody um, from a matchup perspective as a Chargers fan that that you think that man um, the Bills can exploit this on our team? Where do you want to start? You want to start on offense? You want to start on defense? Which, which one do you want to <laughs> you start go? wherever you feel okay. comfortable. Von, Von Miller on Trey Pipkins is just going to have a field day. He's going to probably get about two two sacks right there. It's not even uh-huh. going to be fair. Um, on the edge with Slater, uh, he's, he's, he's going to be solid right there. The way you, We haven't been yeah. able to pick up a stunt or a game all year, and Sean McDermott's pretty good at watching the film. So I, I see those. Ed Oliver, he's going to have a big pressure day. I don't know if he's going to get it. Uh, over a sack, but I can see him getting the sack maybe two, just because of yeah. how we just cannot pick up a stunt. We're not going to be able to run the ball. We haven't done it since Miami game week one. Um, trying to think, who who's your little guy? Your little slot guy? I think he's going to have a Khalil big Shakir. Game. Yeah, Shakir. Khalil I think Shakir. Yeah. Shakir Kincaid. Kincaid's going to have a field oh, day on 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 Murray and Kendricks, who have been great in the run. I don't want to just completely yeah. boo them, uh-huh. but are a complete liability in the passing game. So keep, look for Kincaid. Yeah. If you got Kincaid on the bench, you might want to start him this week. He's got some bro, I didn't already lost. I mean, I, I didn't already lost my fantasy, my, my playoff game, bro. The so now it's like consolation. The chats might be in the playoffs. The playoffs. Uh, you guys in your chat, man. man that, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all in the Kincaid's chat. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm being... I'm being selfish. My bad. I'm like, man, forget Kincaid in the chat. If you guys, this <laughs> is a start. big Kincaid. Must start. Have to start him. I like him, right? Um, the middle of the field is going to be really uh, – the seams are going to be uh, just there to be had. Um, okay. And then Diggs. I think this is the week Diggs is going to pop back out. I pop mean, back. Yep. He's going to pop back out here. Uh, Michael Davis or Asante Samuel, I don't really think they're going to be able to do too much with him. So mm. – it's do you think i mean what do you think james cook is we think what if what kind of a threat does james cook pose to you guys well i mean james cook's posed a lot of threats especially outside the backfield i think this week he'll be more of a receiving threat than he will maybe a running attack um just because we've been playing a lot better against the run and just because teams have seen how easy it is to pass against us he's going to mm-hmm. be a matchup nightmare for kendricks or or murray outside the backfield too so i mean he's going to have a pretty explosive we we struggle tackling people all year, so there's going to be a lot of broken tackles. So this, those yards mm-hmm. after the catch, I mean, they're going to be there's going to be gashing out there. So um, can't complain, man. So it's going to be 
I mean, I would. I, as a Chargers fan, it hurts me. I, I, I'm just being real with you guys. I just want you to be I'm being real with you, man. Oh, I would love man. to say I was looking forward to the when the schedule drop. I was like, yes, Bills, yeah, Chargers, Herbert, Saturday night, Peacock. I'm in. Yep. I'm Make in, sure y'all man. get the Peacock app. Make sure y'all y'all go ahead and get that downloaded. You know, do that. Do that real quick. Don't don't be tripping. Don't be looking for the game on NFL Network or something. It's on Peacock. I got uh, the Peacock dude. for no reason. You got it for no, <laughs> for no reason, <laughs> bro. All right, so let me let me see here, bro. Like, what? Tell me, t- talk to me about Easton Stick. I have no idea who the guy is. Never heard of him before in my life. I'll be honest with you. Um, is there anything that you can that you can tell us about Easton Stick that maybe like because there's really not a whole there's no there's nothing on him. There's no tape really on him. Like we don't know what to prepare for. Is there anything that we're like that we should be? He's fast. He's really mobile. He he's fast. Oh, he's mobile guy. Okay. He, he he's a mobile guy. He's he's extremely fast. Um, can't remember what he ran. He came out of uh, South Dakota State, so he was like one of the first quarterbacks. And then Carson Wentz. So the guy's getting drafted out of there. Um, he he's pretty mobile. Um, when he can set his feet and throw in rhythm, it can be on time and on target. Not a big arm, so it's really more of an intermediate game. But I just yeah. don't think he's seen enough football. So I mean, McDermott's going to be able to confuse him, disguise and looks, right. coverage and stuff like that. But he he does he is pretty mobile. If he can get a lane, he can get going. But uh, that's that's basically it on on stick. Hmm. Okay. Dang man, like bro, like you're not you're not you're not instilling any. Like I'm I'm I kind of want to see a game, but like you're just, you're just like dude, it's gonna be it's gonna be ugly. I, I wish it it's was. I wish it was. Yeah. I, mean, I really do, man. But I'm just being honest about what. what so Keenan Allen saying. playing like is there a re- is is there a reason for Keenan to be playing? Uh, he, it's not. I mean, he's got the heel. I mean, we don't really have any. Our playoff chances are over with. So he sat last yeah. week too. Um, I think if we were still in playoff contention, he'd be playing with a couple other players. But but I think Bosa would go out there and give it a go if we were in contention. But. Mm-hmm. If, we're in our spot, so we're just gonna go ahead and hold them, rest up, and get ready for next year. Bro, speaking of, of, of Bosa, man, like, like, um, I wanted, I wanted to pivot to the defensive end, bro. How in the world is Cleo Mack Ooh. doing it right now, bro? Fif- was it 15 and a half sacks? 15 and a half. I will now, to be fair, no. six of them were good in one game against the Raiders. That's still good enough. That's still good. At 11 and a half. So, I, I mean, Khalil Mack's had a a resurgence career, and I think what's not really being talked about enough is Gracie's been in, in the pass rush, setting the edge has really changed kind of how our run game. Mm-hmm. Hey, bro, you cutting out? Did we lose him? Oh man, I hope we didn't lose my brother. Looks like he went out. Tell you, tell you what. If you can hear me on your end, I'm gonna go ahead and, and pull you out, and then I'm gonna remove you from the from the stream, and then you try to come. Oh, there you are. You back in? Can you hear me? Are you good, bro? Oh, can you hear me? Yeah. There you, there you go. There you go. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. So so you're you're back. It looks like you you kind of kind of spotty a little bit. But it's all good. Um, as long as I can hear you, I think we, we're fine. So you're, you're talking about Khalil Mack and, 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 and he's having a resurgent career and um, how he's, you know, doing well in the run game and setting the edge. Talk, talk, talk about Khalil Mack. 
Yeah, I mean, this he's really been at another All Pro season, man. He's just not gonna get the votes, just kind of how the way the season's going. But I mean, I can't complain. I mean, this is the best I've seen him probably 32. since uh, the Bears days. Yeah, thirty-two. I mean, it's a contract year for him, so I could. He's been balling Ooh. out, man. It's a, yeah, yeah, it's contract year. I mean, it, someone's gonna give him another contract, whether it be us or another team. He's gonna get another double dip in free agency. Mm. I can't say enough good things about him, man. That he's just amazing. Busy. And you got Thule on the other side. Thule, uh-huh. Thule, I just really wish Joey Bosa was able to play so he could really not have to be that guy. Because when he was in the edge three situation and coming in those NASCAR packages, he really yeah. got to shine. I think if he gets next year, I think he's going to take a huge jump. But he, he might be able to make some noise this week. That might be another guy you guys kind of look yeah. at, Thule. Dude, but like like Khalil Mack and and and, and Bosa, you, you said Bosa is playing, right? No, Bosa will not be playing. Is Bosa he playing? Came back to practice. Oh, he's not no, playing. He, he okay, not, he's not. Playing. Okay, okay. He's sitting down. Dude, Bosa, man. He's oh my gosh. Down. All right, but Khalil Mack still though, like, it, so is he is he lined up on the on the uh, the left side of the defense or the, or the right side? Yeah, usually he'll to see go who's going to match up against like Deion Dawkins. He'll, he'll go over. Yeah, right, he'll Deion go Dawkins. Okay. Tackle. Um. For the most part. Now, sometimes as we get in the third and long, what we'll do is we'll put uh, Thule and him on the same side. That way they can probably run a little mm. game if they want to twist. Little game, uh, like, yeah. You know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, kind of confuse yeah. people. But, I mean, power, speed. He's okay. had it all this year. So, Yeah. Well, I, was, I mean, I was going to say, like, if, if he's lined up on, on the right tackle, Spencer Brown, like, like that would be our weak link on the on the offensive line. I mean, though Spencer Brown, I mean, he's he's been holding his own at times, but he's still. I mean, when you if you're talking about the offensive line weakness, it would be Spencer Brown, and he's kind of prone to, especially like speed guys. I mean, because he's six eight, you know, about three twenty. He still he still doesn't have the leverage right, you know what I'm saying? Um, but Deion Dawkins, that's going to be a good matchup to see Khalil against against Deion. Uh, Deion's been having a great year, man. Yeah, he's yeah he's been having a great year. That that would be my concern is is if is if you guys. If our offensive line that came off of a fantastic game against against the Cowboys gets a little leaky against the Chargers, and and your your, your pass rush, you know, slows some things down for us. Yeah, I mean, if your right tackle has some issues with some speed, I mean, Thule, that he's kind of that guy. He can he has a really great bend. I think so that might be something to watch mm-hmm. out. He's a smaller edge as well, so. That, that dip, right? That might be something to watch out for you guys mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, I mean, they're saying in the they're saying in the chat that Spen- I mean Spencer's been solid. Um, they said you know we handled we handled Parsons, but uh, but I would say this though I, we we didn't really handle Parsons. We ran the ball a lot. I mean, so yeah, the, uh, Joe Brady he called a great game where where Josh Allen. I mean, he wasn't he wasn't throwing a rock. You know, what I'm saying like Josh had under 100 yards passing, less than 20 yards. I mean, less than 20 attempts. You know, what I'm saying so they didn't really throw the ball. They were running the rock. Um, which was my concern. I was like, yo, if if they have Josh sitting back in the pocket, man, freaking Parsons is gonna eat him up. Um, and so that's that would be my concern going forward, like Khalil Mack or like you said, Thule is 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 wondering how we decide to play against those guys. Um, but man, bro, like I mean, I'm looking forward to the game, nevertheless. Um, because for the Bills, uh, they need to win, dude. Like they have to keep winning to get in the playoffs, man. They have to do it. Um and they have to win out. Like, like there's basically, I mean, like that's that's how much of a hole they've dug themselves into to where they have to win out. Um, 
people thought like, hey, you know, they 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 may could lose or stand to lose against against the Cowboys, um, but that that'd be about it, just because they're an, an NFC team. But they basically almost have to win out in order to to secure themselves a spot. And then, just from your outside perspective, when you look at our, who the Bills have to play, they got to play the Chargers Saturday. After that, then they got the Patriots um, in Buffalo. And then week 18 against the Dolphins in Miami. Do you see, as an outsider, do you see the Bills being able to run the table in order to get in the play- playoffs? I definitely can see you guys doing it, for sure. Because, I mean, like you said, I think you guys will handle us pretty well. Um, New England doesn't have enough offense to keep up with you guys. Although that's going to be a little nasty I can see it being like a 13-6 game, something like that. It can be ugly just because of the way how Bill's oh, it better. Oh, it better not, bro. Oh, I would be – oh, I'd be so pissed. It better. We, we, we gave up 29 not. points to the suckers, man. I hope not, like that. I hope not. Uh, the game in, in my – you guys play them in Miami, you said? Play in Miami. Week 18. Man, going to South yep. Beach. That, uh, that game. That game might be for the division, though. It might be for the division Um, just because, I I mean, the Dolphins, like, yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree. I mean, like, I mean, we've already beaten them, but the Dolphins haven't beaten anybody with the above 500. Um, So, but they, I mean, they've they've got, they've got a tall task ahead of them this weekend against the Cowboys, but their remaining schedule, um, they have to play the Ravens. So they got the, they got the Cowboys. Hold on. where, Where are they at, man? Um, where where is it? Hold on. They got the Cowboys this week, and then I think it's the Ravens, and then, and then they close out the year against us. So there's yeah, a chance that they could. I mean, there's a chance they could lose. They could lose the next two games. Yeah, I, I, they definitely match up with the Cowboys a lot better than the Ravens, um, from what I've seen. Uh, I still think the Cowboys mm-hmm. should beat them, but uh, yeah, that Ravens game, I don't see him winning. Uh, they they match up really well, just what the Ravens can do, just defensively in the secondary, especially with Kyle Hamilton. That guy is a freak. Oh man, that dude is a freak. He's probably the. It might be a little too soon to call him the best safety in the NFL, but the way they use it, those guys out there, their yep. front four, mean, nasty, get after the pass rusher. I mean, they match up really well against Miami, so. If you guys just take care of your business, I definitely see that Week 18 game going down for the division. Hopefully, you guys pull it out, man. I want to see a home playoff game in Buffalo this year, man. Um, and I think if it comes down to that, with that pressure with Tua, I think you guys are just you. I, th- I think you guys just want it more. There's there's too much yeah. investing in you guys. I just think you guys want it too bad to miss the playoffs this year. That's why I don't really fall into Heck this yeah. like trap game. Uh, yeah, with us or New England. I think you guys know what's on the line. You guys been through the ups, the downs, and knowing that this is your year, and we don't have a lot of time with this core with Stephon. And I really do. You gave him a rose, and he definitely deserved it. James Cook coming on strong. The yeah, play con, yeah. I just think you guys want it bad, man. So oh, the Bills I, are hungry, dude. They're great. They're so hungry. If you guys sneak in, don't nobody. Nobody in the AFC want to see you guys. Say, say it again, bro. Say, say it again, man. Let everybody know. Say, say, say it. Nobody. Hold on, my bad, bro. Yeah, nobody. Nobody say. wants to see Buffalo coming into their stadium <laughs> this playoff season. Even the Ravens. 
who I who I do have is the best team in the AFC right now, currently. Yeah. Right. I Ravens are tough, man. You guys can beat them. You guys have even all without, the pieces. Even, I mean, even with that, without Mark Andrews, though. Like, yeah, like, even without Mark Andrews, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, the, the way that they can just – it doesn't matter. Kind of like how you guys have been playing right now, whether they got to run the yeah. ball 50 times or they got to air it out. It doesn't matter. They gonna They're losing their running backs. The running backs are, are dropping like flies in Baltimore. As always in Baltimore, for some reason, that's the always. one position they can't keep healthy. I don't know why. Hey, I think that's 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 you guys, man. I, I think you guys, man, if you guys get in that dance, man, anything can yeah. happen. You guys can I've go get it, that man. Lombardi. I mean, bro, you I just, think nobody. Bro, I want nobody. it. I want it so bad, bro. I want it for dad, too, man. I want it for you guys, too. Like I said, once the Chargers get out, man, I, I root for the Bills. I hope y'all win the Super. <laughs> once we're out of it completely, I'm... I was just as well, happy respect, with Andy bro. Dalton went in there and got y'all in the playoffs. Yeah. I hurt just yeah. like y'all hurt over the 13 seconds. Oh, so I hope you guys oh. get that Lombardi this year, oh, man. man. I really do. I really do. Oh, that dude. would be a team. You talk, about, you talk about a script. You talk about a script, dude. That would that would be a script. I think like this... the way the way this they've been facing this this adversity, man, and and having to dig out of this hole. Yeah, that that would be crazy. That would be crazy, bro. Before before you head out, man. Like I got I got one more thing I want to do for you, and I want to know if you game. All right, so this is. I've got one. I got a segment on my show. It's called "On My Mama." Okay, mm-hmm. so basically, this segment is in, in the chat. They love it. So, I, so the chat. You already know what's going on. I want you to drop your "On My Mama" take too. So, basically, what this is is it's like it's like a, a, a hot take that you put on your mama. So you be like, "Yo, on my mama." Boom! This is going to happen. You know, uh, pertaining to the game coming up Saturday. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, I got you. and 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 I mean, just go out there. You know what I'm saying? Because the, the crazier the better. All right. So so I'm, I'm gonna go ahead. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So let me let me go ahead and, and drop my theme to get the chat fired up and ready to go. And then we'll come back with your on my mama take. On my mama. I put that on my mom. Yo, it is time. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Bills Mafia, Buffalo Fanatics, it is time for On My Mama. And I want to hear, I want to read your On My Mama takes. So go ahead and drop that in the chat right now. And uh, I'm going to hear from my bro. I got to hear from my bro, Chargers Die Hard. Um, his On My Mama take, bro. You ready? Yes, sir. I'm ready. All right. All you, bro. You you got it. You got the camera. You're looking good I like do. baby step. It's okay. all you, baby. <laughs> All right, on my mama. That's it, on my mama. Boom, you ready? On my mama. James Cook will have over 200 yards purpose and two touchdowns. That's my hot take. Oh, my gosh. Over 200 yards all-purpose game. So that's going to be like – that's going to be back-to-back. Back-to-back because he did that last week against the Cowboys. Um, I think he did it. No, yeah, he did. He did. He He had a buck 79 on the ground. And I think he had about 45 or some 50, 50 something yards, you know, in the in the air, something around there. Man, boy, wouldn't that be something? James Cook. 200 all-purpose yards and a touchdown on my mama. I love yeah, it. I'm good. I love it. So, oh, two. Two, two, touchdowns. Two, two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. Two touchdowns on my mama. All right. All right. Let me see if anybody else has it. All right. So Bill's Witch comes in. She says, he says, yo, Gabe has two touchdowns on my mama. And you know. If you know about Gabe, you know, that, that's that's a good one because Gabe has been he has been missing MIA on the milk cart, like Rico says, 
for I don't for weeks, man. Like this, dude, like bro, you were talking about wide receiver twos and, and comparing like Mike Williams. Gabe ain't that guy. He has been completely missing. Um, he goes spats without a catch, without a target. Like I don't know, bro. It's like after, ever since that game against the uh, against the Chiefs in the playoffs, man. Maybe people like inflated him too much, and they just expected him to to duplicate that but bro he is so up and down but the funny thing is like at the end of the year you look at the stats and he'll and he'll have he has some pretty good numbers this year is not that good like he's just been he's been bad and it's a contract year for him so i'm like yo it's time it's time for us to move on right it might it might be a get right yeah and and that's just like gay because he's boom or bust like if you have him on fantasy i feel sorry for you Uh, oh yeah and 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 i'm talking i'm talking to myself because i got i got desperate you know, um, some of our receivers were going out, man. I had freaking Tank Dale. He went out. I had to, I had to pick up a receiver. I'm like, oh, man, I got to get this guy. I couldn't find anybody. I had to get Gabe, and and I was forced to have to start him. And, of course, zero receptions, zero targets, zero points. Pissed me off, man. It just, 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 just what I knew. I knew it. It was, it was oh, it was so mad. I was so mad, dude. Augustine comes in and says, yo, all my mama, the Bills will take the charge out of the Chargers. All right, Augustine, but I need, I need specifics, bro. Like, what does that mean? Give me some numbers. Give me some, some, some. Give me something crazy. All right. You see. You see. You seen. You seen the look in my brother's face. He was kind of like, man, the life has already been taken out. That that's already <laughs> happened. That was last week. All right. Here we go. Uh, Large mouth hunter says, "Yo, uh, my mama digs 150 yards." I can see it. I can see it. Oh man, definitely possible. Bro. Definitely. Possible. I need digs. I need. I need digs to have one of them games, man. One of them. I'm him games. I know. I'm, and, I'm uh, starting in the playoffs. I need. Uh, you starting them? I'm starting them. I pulled around, man, and 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 got too cute in in my draft. And I think I was drafting eight, and I wanted to in my head. I wanted I wanted to um to double up. I wanted to get Diggs and then and then and then in that snake draft coming back around and get and get uh Josh, but I was being too smart, and so I was like, no, nah, I'm not gonna. I'm a pass, and I'm gonna do running backs because in our league, running backs are you know are, are king. And 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 I fooled around and, and then drafted two running backs. People got got they got digs right ahead of me and Josh right ahead of me on the, on the way back. I was so mad, but anyway, it is what it is, baby. It is what it is. Uh, Tony, look, bro. Hey, I appreciate you, man, for hopping on the show, man. I really do. Um, I've got I've got I've got some mama mama takes. I'm I'm gonna keep on reading. Um, but bro, shout out to you, man. Hey, and hopefully, hopefully this game is uh, a little bit more competitive for your sake. So at least you can kind of get in it. You know, a little yeah. bit, but then and then get your heart taken right, <laughs> right out, right, uh, right per out. usual. Well, I appreciate Bills Mafia, man. It's always great to see you guys. As always, Rev, man. Thanks for having me on. It's been awesome. So, guys, wish you guys nothing but success the rest of the season. I want to see that Lombardi back at Orchard Park, bro. So, bro, we got. I mean, it ain't back, but we ain't never had it. But yeah, we got to get it. You know, we got to get an OP uh, big time. Big time for dad's sake, man. Hey, hey, tell the family, bro. I love them. Um, and I'll holler at you later, bro. All right, hey, man. Appreciate it. Take it easy. There it have it, ladies and gentlemen. There you have it, my brother, my little bro, Tony, aka Chargers fan, die hard. Um, give a shout out to my brother, man. Drop some some fire emojis, Mike emojis for my brother. Um, I love that dude. He's a he's a big time Chargers fan. Um, and he knows his stuff. He really does. He's been following my team for a long time, and he knows his stuff. Um, so shout out to him. I'm glad I was able to get him on. And and man, I was looking forward to this matchup, to this game with him, um, and and especially with if you know with Justin Herbert at the beginning of the year. Man, I really was was looking forward to that, and I hated, I hated that he got hurt like that. And uh, 
you know, just because I knew I knew how much it meant to my brother, man. I mean, you just imagine you imagine if like Josh Allen knock on wood if that happened to Josh, how devastated we'd be as a fan base. So I know he was hurting, man. And he told me he was like, he's like, man, I ain't I ain't I ain't watched nothing since <laughs> since he went down. Tough. That's tough. But uh, anyway, shout out to my brother. But all my mama, baby, we still up in this thing. An hour and thirty-five minutes. We still up in it. We're still going through all my mama, and I want to read y'all's on my mama takes. Amy Wagner comes in. She says, you're on my mama. Playoff Lenny is playing. Go Bills. I hope so. I just don't know if they're going to bring him up. I don't know. Kimberly Livingston comes in. She says, you're on my mama. Josh Allen throws to create touchdowns. This is the game he should practice that. He throws to create touchdowns. This should be the game. He should practice that. Well, all right. Throw to create touchdowns. Um, I like it, man. I really do. Um, let me see here. Uh, Prime says, yo, pizza rolls. <laughs> Prime says, yo, uh, pizza rolls are done. Have a good night, everyone. Good night, Prime. Appreciate you hopping on. Uh, let me see here. I'm trying to go through the chat, see if I see any more. Um. Oh, yo, Largemouth says, yo, I'm the only Bills fan in my family. The rest are Chargers fans. Ain't that something? Golly. Um, John comes in. He says, yo, we need to give a shout-out to Dawson Knox. Without his blocking, we wouldn't have run the ball last game. He took out Parsons. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, shout-out to, to Knox. I mean, I did see some of those some of those clips where he did. Uh, he was able to chip on um, Parsons. But, man, that, that, this is the entire offense. Man, the O-line, along with the Titans, man, they did a phenomenal job last week. And I'm, I'm hoping that they're able to keep it going um, from here on out. Because, yo, this this Bills team right now, the way they're playing, this I mean, this kind of feels like 2021 Bills when they got in the playoffs before 13 seconds. You know what I'm saying? And like my brother said, he's like, yo, this is the best Bills team I've seen, even better than that team, because they're balanced, because they have a run game. And not, I mean, I'm talking about a legit running game with James Cook. RB1, baby. Mr. RB1. James Cook out of the backfield, not just running the rock, but in the passing game, too. And then you have an offensive coordinator in Joe Brady who knows how to scheme him up. I'll say this. Matter of fact, let me let me put this on my mama. And this really has nothing to do with the game, so to speak. But I'll say this because we're talking about James Cook. On my mama, Joe Brady is going to turn James Cook into the next coming of Alvin Kamara. You heard it here first. Look out for James Cook, man. I'm telling you, that, that brother right there, he is becoming everything that we anticipated him becoming and more. The Bills drafted him in round two out of Georgia for a reason, and now we're starting to see it. And I really think it's been there all along that it's just the previous OC just wasn't willing to, to, to create. You know what I'm saying? And, and give him the rock. This brother right here, man, is doing it. And and, and shout out to, to, to Joe Brady for doing it. I, I because when you when you when you look at Joe Brady and you look at where his stock, where he came from, he was an offensive assistant under Sean Payton with the Saints. Who did he have? Alvin Kamara. Oh, but they also had Mark Ingram, that two-headed monster. And so I think we have the makings of, of, of Kamara Ingram 2.0 in Buffalo. We already got the we already got the the number one in James Cook. 
Could Ty Johnson be the Mark, our version of Mark Ingram? I was hoping it was going to be, you know, uh, uh, Damian Harris, but you know he got injured. He's on IR. Maybe the Bills bring in somebody else next year. Leonard Fournette. I don't think they they see him beyond this year. So I mean, we'll see. But I'm I'm loving it, man. Because if they have those two guys, if they have a thunder and lightning in the backfield, and James Cook is not just a runner but also a weapon in the passing game, on top of Stephon Diggs, on top of Dalton Kincaid, you notice how I didn't say Gabe Davis, on top of Khalil Shakir when they play him, plus oh you got to worry about Josh Allen. And that's just on offense. Excuse me. This team, has, is I mean, it's all there for the Buffalo Bills. It is all there. They just have to put it together. They have to put it together, and I really believe that they're going to do it this year. I really do. But now, as it pertains to the game, let me give you my, my mama take for the game. On my mama, we will see Two touchdowns apiece from these three offensive players. James Cook, Josh Allen, and Stephon Diggs. Two touchdowns from apiece. So let's just say, and I'll say James Cook, two rushing touchdowns. All right? Josh Allen, two rushing touchdowns. I think Josh is gonna is gonna run is gonna run for some, and then of course you've got Stephon Diggs with two touchdowns as well. What is that? That's that's it. hold on. I'm wait wait wait. Let me back that up. I'll just give Josh two in general because if Steph don't, Steph has two touchdowns, obviously Josh has two. You know what I'm saying? So um, we do it like that. I, th- I think it's gonna be a big game from the, from from our big three: Diggs, Allen, and Cook. Um, defensively. Oh, my mama. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You do the math. 42 points, right? Am I math right? Seven times six, 42. There you go. It's a, it's a big 40-burger coming. It's a big 40-burger. And matter of fact, let's just go ahead and get in on it. Let's, let's, let's just get into it, okay? Because y'all already brought it out. Y'all like, yo, six touchdowns? Man, that's crazy. Yo, six, t- six touchdowns? Six, six touchdowns, Raph? All right. I bet. Well, now, let me go ahead and put my music on, okay, because I got to do that, because you already know what time it is. You already know what time it is, so let me cue up the music. Yeah, here you go. Score prediction time. Score prediction time. So drop your score predictions in the chat right now. You already know. I said six touchdowns on offense. That, that, I said it, and I ain't backing down from it. The Bills are putting up a 40-burger in L.A. I believe that this team is ripe and ready to go. They're locked and loaded. They are in playoff mode right now, and they are here to serve the rest of the National Football League notice that you do not want to see us get in the playoffs because if we do and when we do, we are going on a tear. I don't care if we're the seventh seed or the fourth seed. It makes us no difference. We are going on fire and beating the brakes off of whoever's in front of us, baby. So for me, in L.A., my brother said it ain't going to be close. 
I'm giving the Bills. 45. I'm throwing a bass field goal in there. 45. The Chargers. 13. 45-13. Massive win by the Buffalo Bills in L.A. Trap game who? Trap game what? Miss me with all that. Bills with another statement win as they continue their trek to win out and get in the playoffs, keeping their postseason hopes alive. Leading down to Week 18 clash in Miami for the division. That's my score prediction. What do y'all have? Let me go through the chat right now. Amy Wagner comes in. She says, yo, Bills 38, Chargers 16. I love it. Prime comes in 38 to 9. Buffalo all day, every day, baby. Day Trooper says, yo, 41 11. Bills. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I am loving it. I'm loving it. Um, Andrew Holt won up to me. I said 45. Andrew's like, no, nah, no, nah, Rev. You're shooting yourself short. 56 to 10. Buffalo. John comes in. John Mikowski, 42 16. Bills, baby. I love it. Augustine Sanabria says, yo, all my mama Bills have a field day 48 to 10. This is crazy. This is this is it, man. This 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 is where we are, Bills fan. Bills fan. Bills Marvin. This is where we are. We're at the point right now to where we are picking the Bills and blowout victories. We have congratulations. We have arrived to where we always knew the Bills were destined to be. It's on top. Glenn comes in and says, yo, 38-13 Bills. Laura, 38-7. I'm feeling it, maybe. Carlos Cintron, 35-10. All over the Chargers. Joseph. Oh, no, Joseph. Don't do us like this, Joseph. Please, Joseph. Joseph DeFiana says, yo, 30-24. Victory for the Buffalo Bills in overtime. We cannot go to overtime against Eastern Stick-led Chargers team. We can't do that. We really can't. Let's hope that doesn't happen. Kim Benson's 40-burger, baby, might be a shutout. It just might be a shutout. And I think if it comes that, if it comes to that point, you know Sean McDermott, he's a pro's pro. He ain't going to really run up the score like that. He'll have the boys sit out, you know, third quarter, for whatever, you know, and, he, and he'll keep it low. He'll be like, all right, all right, that's, that's enough. That's enough. So the only way I see it getting up in the 50s is if, is if you know, the Chargers are still playing hard and they still kind of, you know what I'm saying? But we'll see what happens. But nevertheless, I agree with Ken Betts, 40-burger, no doubt. Max Doberman, 38-10, to Bills. I'm loving this. Largemouth Hunter, 48-10, to Bills. Bill I Am says, yo, the Chargers are throwing in the towel at halftime. <laughs> oh, man. Halftime, the, the 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 other Allen comes out. The other Allen comes out. Yeah, Kyle Allen comes out and leads the team at the, at, at halftime. Ooh, man. That, I mean, I'm not going to lie. A game like that, I mean, just, just a type of a big-time, just shellacking, demolishing, not even competitive, you know, of the Chargers would be so great. It'd be what a wonderful way to spend your holidays, right? With the family. With a big time Buffalo Bills win. Where you can just relax, enjoy the game, stress free. 
have you some food, have a little eggnog, or a little something, something in it. You know what I'm saying? Enjoy your friends and your family, your loved ones, all that. And a big time Bills victory on this happy holiday season. Michael Williams, 40 to 13, Buffalo. Richard Forbes comes in, 37 to 17, Bills. Osiris says, yo, we are winning. Well, 100%, Osiris, definitely. See, Cecilia Strickland says, 50 to 14, Bills. And Osiris comes in and says, yo, 58 to 13, Bills. Oh, man, this is a massive, 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 massive win. Bills Witch says, yo, 24 to 21. Just kidding. Go, Bills. All right. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, here we go. Here we go, baby. Look at this. John McCaskey on his alma mama. Six sacks, three picks, baby, from the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Richard Forbes says, yo, three to four to five weeks ago, we wanted to fire our head coach, LMAO. Well, I was one of them guys. Not going to lie. I was one of them. But this was before he fired Ken Dorsey. It is what it is. I'm glad I was wrong because I don't want McDermott to go right now. I really don't. But it's funny how things turn, right? Don, 716-41-3, Bills, baby. 41-3, Bills. Uh, Joseph says, I mean, Laura says, yo, LOL, Joseph, no. No OT, my blood pressure. That's what I'm saying. We can't have that on this Christmas day. On this holiday season, we cannot have our blood pressure going up. Cannot have it. Can't have it. Cody says, yo, it is going to be a blowout, shutout victory from the Bills. 40 to nothing. That's it. That is it. I love it, man. I absolutely love it. Glenn. Okay. Oh, we're talking about it. I was like, what? So now we're talking about So are we? We're, we're, uh, the Bills are going to be so um, far ahead in the game to where. Well, this is, I'm sorry. I'm tripping because that game, that game is on Sunday. We're, we're, on, we're on Cowboys Dolphins watch. That, that's where we are. Cowboys 28, Dolphins 16. Hey, I don't care how, how you know what the score is with the Cowboys Dolphins game. As long as the Cowboys win, we need a little bit of help. We need a little bit of help. A little bit of help, baby. A little bit of help. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listen up. That is my time. That is my time. Look, I appreciate y'all greatly. Appreciate y'all greatly for joining me on this special edition Rated Rev on Thursday night. Um, shout out to you guys. There would be no Rated Rev without Bills Mafia and Buffalo Fanatics like you all. I greatly appreciate it. My prayer for y'all is that you have a very blessed, safe, happy holiday season, a very Merry Christmas. Um, enjoy your time with your families and your loved ones, all of that. Um, get some much needed rest, you know, all that. I work in education, so I'm enjoying my break right now. We started today. I'm loving it. If you are uh, to all my, any, any of my fellow educators in the world, I don't know when you guys are out for your Christmas break, but if you're out there for your holiday season already, man, enjoy yourselves. Um, get you some rest. And to everybody else, man, God bless y'all. Grace and peace. And as always, we'll see y'all again this coming Saturday 
for the pregame show. Keep it locked right here, baby, on the Buffalo Fanatics. Until then, grace and peace. I love y'all. God bless. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Go Bills. MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.